Chapter Fifteen, Part Two of Glimpses of Unfamiliar Japan, First Series by Lafcadio Hearn. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Fifteen, Kitsune. Section Seven. It is believed that the man fox Hitokitsune cannot be seen, but if he goes close to still water his shadow can be seen in the water those having foxes are therefore supposed to avoid the vicinity of rivers and ponds the invisible fox as already stated attaches himself to persons like a japanese servant he belongs to the household but if a daughter of that household marry the fox not only goes to that new family following the bride but also colonizes his kind in all those families related by marriage or kinship with the husband's family now every fox is supposed to have a family of seventy-five neither more nor less than seventy-five and all these must be fed so that although such foxes like ghosts eat very little individually it is expensive to have foxes the fox possessors kitsune mochi must feed their foxes at regular hours and the foxes always eat first all the seventy-five as soon as the family rice is cooked in the kama a great iron cooking pot the kitsune mochi taps loudly on the side of the vessel and uncovers it then the foxes rise up through the floor and although their eating is soundless to human ear and invisible to human eye the rice slowly diminishes wherefore it is fearful for a poor man to have foxes but the cost of nourishing foxes is the least evil connected with the keeping of them foxes have no fixed code of ethics and have proved themselves untrustworthy servants they may initiate and long maintain the prosperity of some family but should some grave misfortune fall upon that family in spite of the efforts of its seventy-five invisible retainers then these will suddenly flee away taking all the valuables of the household along with them and all the fine gifts that foxes bring to their masters are things which have been stolen from somebody else it is therefore extremely immoral to keep foxes it is also dangerous for the public peace inasmuch as a fox being a goblin and devoid of human susceptibilities will not take certain precautions he may steal the next-door neighbor's purse by night and lay it at his own master's threshold so that if the next-door neighbor happens to get up first and see it there is sure to be a row another evil habit of foxes is that of making public what they hear said in private and taking it upon themselves to create undesirable scandal for example a fox attached to the family of kobayashi-san hears his master complain about his neighbor nakayama-san whom he secretly dislikes therewith the zealous retainer runs to the house of nakayama-san and enters into his body and torments him grievously saying i am the retainer of kobayashi-san to whom you did such and such a wrong and until such time as he command me to depart i shall continue to torment you and last but worst of all the risks of possessing foxes is the danger that they may become wroth with some member of the family certainly a fox may be a good friend and make rich the home in which he is domiciled but as he is not human and his motives and feelings are not those of men but of goblins it is difficult to avoid incurring his displeasure 
at the most unexpected moment he may take offence without any cause knowingly having been given and there is no saying what the consequences may be for the fox possesses instinctive infinite vision and the ten or all-hearing ear and the tashin which is the knowledge of the most secret thoughts of others and shiyuku meitsun which is the knowledge of the past and jin kyanchun which means the knowledge of the universal present and also the powers of transformation and transmutation note a most curious paper on the subject of tengan or infinite vision being the translation of a buddhist sermon by the priest sata kaiseki appeared in volume seven of the transactions of the asiatic society of japan from the pen of mr j m james it contains an interesting consideration of the supernatural powers of the fox End of note. so that even without including his special powers of bewitchment he is by nature a being almost omnipotent for evil section eight for all these reasons and doubtless many more people believed to have foxes are shunned intermarriage with a fox possessing family is out of the question and many a beautiful and accomplished girl in izumo cannot secure a husband because of the popular belief that her family harbors foxes as a rule izumo girls do not like to marry out of their own province but the daughters of a kitsune mochi must either marry into the family of another kitsune mochi or find a husband far away from the province of the gods rich fox-possessing families have not overmuch difficulty in disposing of their daughters by one of the means above indicated but many a fine sweet girl of the poorer kitsune mochi is condemned by superstition to remain unwedded it is not because there are none to love her and desirous of marrying her young men who have passed through public schools and who do not believe in foxes it is because popular superstition cannot be yet safely defied in country districts except by the wealthy the consequences of such defiance would have to be borne not merely by the husband but by his whole family and by all other families related thereunto which are consequences to be thought about among men believed to have foxes there are some who know how to turn the superstition to good account the country folk as a general rule are afraid of giving offence to a kitsune mochi lest he should send some of his invisible servants to take possession of them accordingly certain kitsune mochi have obtained great ascendancy over the communities in which they live in the town of yonago for example there is a certain prosperous chonin whose will is almost law and whose opinions are never opposed he is practically the ruler of the place and in a fair way of becoming a very wealthy man all because he is thought to have foxes wrestlers as a class boast of their immunity from fox possession and care neither for kitsune mochi nor for their spectral friends very strong men are believed to be proof against all such goblinry foxes are said to be afraid of them and instances are cited of a possessing fox declaring i wished to enter into your brother but he was too strong for me so i have entered into you as i am resolved to be revenged upon some one of your family section nine now the belief in foxes does not affect persons only it affects property 
it affects the value of real estate in izumo to the amount of hundreds of thousands the land of a family supposed to have foxes cannot be sold at a fair price people are afraid to buy it for it is believed the foxes may ruin the new proprietor the difficulty of obtaining a purchaser is most great in the case of land terraces for rice fields in the mountain districts the prime necessity of such agriculture is irrigation irrigation by a hundred ingenious devices always in the face of difficulties there are seasons when water becomes terribly scarce and when the peasants will even fight for water it is feared that on lands haunted by foxes the foxes may turn the water away from one field into another or for spite make holes in the dikes and so destroy the crop there are not wanting shrewd men to take advantage of this queer belief one gentleman in matsue a good agriculturist of the modern school speculated in the fox terror fifteen years ago and purchased a vast tract of land in eastern izumo which no one else would bid for that land has sextupled in value besides yielding generously under his system of cultivation and by selling it now he could realize an immense fortune his success and the fact of his having been an official of the government broke the spell it is no longer believed that his farms are fox-haunted but success alone could not have freed the soil from the curse of the superstition the power of the farmer to banish the foxes was due to his official character with the peasantry the word government is talismanic indeed the richest and the most successful farmer of izumo worth more than a hundred thousand yen wakurisan of chinomiya in kandegori is almost universally believed by the peasantry to be a kitsune mochi they tell curious stories about him some say that when a very poor man he found in the woods one day a little white fox cub and took it home and petted it and gave it plenty of tofu azuki meshi and aburage three sorts of food which foxes love and that from that day prosperity came to him others say that in his house there is a special zashiki or guest-room for foxes and that there once in each month a great banquet is given to hundreds of hitokitsune but chinomiya no wakuri as they call him can afford to laugh at all these tales he is a refined man highly respected in cultivated circles where superstition never enters section ten when aninko comes to your house at night and knocks there is a peculiar muffled sound about the knocking by which you can tell that the visitor is a fox if you have experienced ears for a fox knocks at doors with its tail if you open then you will see a man or perhaps a beautiful girl who will talk to you only in fragments of words but nevertheless in such a way that you can perfectly well understand a fox cannot pronounce a whole word but a part only as nish sa for nishida-san de gos for de gozarimas or uch de for uchi ka then if you are a friend of foxes the visitor will present you with a little gift of some sort and at once vanish away into the darkness whatever the gift may be it will seem much larger that night than in the morning only a part of the fox gift is real amatsue shizoku going home one night by way of the streets called horomachi saw a fox running for its life pursued by dogs 
he beat the dogs off with his umbrella thus giving the fox a chance to escape on the following evening he heard someone knock at his door and on opening the to saw a very pretty girl standing there who said to him last night i should have died but for your august kindness i know not how to thank you enough this is only a pitiable little present and she laid a small bundle at his feet and went away he opened the bundle and found two beautiful ducks and two pieces of silver money these long heavy leaf-shaped pieces of money each worth ten or twelve dollars such as are now eagerly sought for by collectors of antique things after a little while one of the coins changed before his eyes into a piece of grass the other was always good sugitean san a physician of matsue was called one evening to attend a case of confinement at a house some distance from the city on the hill called shiragayama he was guided by a servant carrying a paper lantern painted with an aristocratic crest Note, all the portable lanterns used to light the way upon dark nights bear a mon or crest of the owner End of note. he entered into a magnificent house where he was received with superb samurai courtesy the mother was safely delivered of a fine boy the family treated the physician to an excellent dinner entertained him elegantly and sent him home loaded with presents and money next day he went according to japanese etiquette to return thanks to his hosts he could not find the house there was in fact nothing on shiragayama except forest returning home he examined again the gold which had been paid to him all was good except one piece which had changed into grass section eleven curious advantages have been taken of the superstitions relating to the fox god in matsue several years ago there was a tofuya which enjoyed an unusually large patronage a tofuya is a shop where tofu is sold a curd prepared from beans and much resembling good custard in appearance of all eatable things foxes are most fond of tofu and of soba which is a preparation of buckwheat there is even a legend that a fox in the semblance of an elegantly attired man once visited nogi no kuriharaya a popular sobaya on the lake shore and ate much soba but after the guest was gone the money he had paid changed into wooden shavings the proprietor of the tofuya had a different experience a man in wretched attire used to come to his shop every evening to buy a cho of tofu which he devoured on the spot with the haste of one long famished every evening for weeks he came and never spoke but the landlord saw one evening the tip of a bushy white tail protruding from beneath the stranger's rags the sight aroused strange surmises and weird hopes from that night he began to treat the mysterious visitor with obsequious kindness but another month passed before the latter spoke then what he said was about as follows though i seem to you a man i am not a man and i took upon myself human form only for the purpose of visiting you i come from takamachi where my temple is at which you often visit and being desirous to reward your piety and goodness of heart i have come to-night to save you from a great danger for by the power which i possess 
i know that to-morrow this street will burn and all the houses in it shall be utterly destroyed except yours to save it i am going to make a charm but in order that i may do this you must open your go-down kura that i may enter and allow no one to watch me for should living eye look upon me there the charm will not avail the shopkeeper with fervent words of gratitude opened his storehouse and reverently admitted the seeming inari and gave orders that none of his household or servants should keep watch and these orders were so well obeyed that all the stores within the storehouse and all the valuables of the family were removed without hindrance during the night next day the kura was found to be empty and there was no fire there is also a well-authenticated story about another wealthy shopkeeper of matsue who easily became the prey of another pretended inari this inari told him that whatever sum of money he should leave at a certain mia by night he would find it doubled in the morning as a reward for his lifelong piety the shopkeeper carried several small sums to the mia and found them doubled within twelve hours then he deposited larger sums which were similarly multiplied he even risked some hundreds of dollars which were duplicated finally he took all his money out of the bank and placed it one evening within the shrine of the god and never saw it again section twelve vast is the literature of the subject of foxes ghostly foxes some of it is old as the eleventh century in the ancient romances and the modern cheap novel in historical traditions and in popular fairy tales foxes perform wonderful parts there are very beautiful and very sad and very terrible stories about foxes there are legends of foxes discussed by great scholars and legends of foxes known to every child in japan such as the history of tamamo no mae the beautiful favorite of the emperor toba tamamo no mae whose name has passed into a proverb and who proved at last to be only a demon fox with nine tails and fur of gold but the most interesting part of the fox literature belongs to the japanese stage where the popular beliefs are often most humorously reflected as in the following excerpts from the comedy of hiza kuruge written by one jippensha ikku gidahachi and iaji are travelling from edo to osaka when within a short distance of akasaka kidahachi hastens on in advance to secure good accommodations at the best inn iaji travelling along leisurely stops a little while at a small wayside refreshment house kept by an old woman old woman please take some tea sir iaji thank you how far is it from here to the next town akasaka old woman about one ri but if you have no companion you had better remain here to-night because there is a bad fox on the way who bewitches travellers iaji i am afraid of that sort of thing but i must go on for my companion has gone on ahead of me and will be waiting for me after having paid for his refreshments iaji proceeds on his way the night is very dark 
and he feels quite nervous on account of what the old woman has told him after having walked a considerable distance he suddenly hears a fox yelping con con feeling still more afraid he shouts at the top of his voice iaji come near me and i will kill you meanwhile kidahachi who has also been frightened by the old woman's stories and has therefore determined to wait for iaji is saying to himself in the dark if i do not wait for him we shall certainly be deluded suddenly he hears iaji's voice and cries out to him kidahachi oh iaji san iaji what are you doing there kidahachi i did intend to go on ahead but i became afraid and so i concluded to stop here and wait for you iaji who imagines that the fox has taken the shape of kidahachi to deceive him do not think that you are going to dupe me kidahachi that is a queer way to talk i have some nice mochi note cakes made of rice flour and often sweetened with sugar End of note. Here which I bought for you. Iaji. Horse dung cannot be eaten. Note. It is believed that foxes amuse themselves by causing people to eat horse dung in the belief that they are eating mochi, or to enter a cesspool in the belief that they are taking a bath. End of note. Kidahachi don't be suspicious i am really kidahachi iaji springing upon him furiously yes you took the form of kidahachi just to deceive me kidahachi what do you mean what are you going to do to me iaji i'm going to kill you throws him down kidahachi oh you have hurt me very much please leave me alone Iaji, if you are really hurt, then let me see you in your real shape. They struggle together. Kidahachi, what are you doing? Putting your hand there. Iaji, I am feeling for your tail. If you don't put out your tail at once, I shall make you. Takes his towel and with it ties Kidahachi's hands behind his back and then drives him before him kidahachi please untie me please untie me first by this time they have almost reached akasaka and iaji seeing a dog calls the animal and drags kidahachi close to it for a dog is believed to be able to detect a fox through any disguise but the dog takes no notice of kidahachi iaji therefore unties him and apologizes and they both laugh at their previous fears Section 13 But there are some very pleasing forms of the fox god. For example, there stands in a very obscure street of Matsue, one of those streets no stranger is likely to enter unless he loses his way, a temple called Jigyoba no Inari. Note, in Jigyoba Machi, a name signifying earthwork street, it stands upon land reclaimed from swamp End of note. and also kodomo no inari 
or the children's inari it is very small but very famous and it has been recently presented with a pair of new stone foxes very large which have gilded teeth and a peculiarly playful expression of countenance these sit one on each side of the gate the male grinning with open jaws the female demure with mouth closed note this seems to be the immemorial artistic law for the demeanor of all symbolic guardians of holy places such as the karashishi and the ascending and descending dragons carved upon panels or pillars at kumano temple even the suijin or warrior guardians who frown behind the gratings of the chambers of the great gateway are thus represented one with mouth open and the other with closed lips on inquiring about the origin of this distinction between the two symbolic figures i was told by a young buddhist scholar that the male figure in such representations is supposed to be pronouncing the sound ah and the figure with closed lips the sound of nasal n corresponding to the alpha and omega of the greek alphabet and also emblematic of the beginning and the end in the lotus of the good law buddha so reveals himself as the cosmic alpha and omega and the father of the world like krishna in the bhagavad-gita in the court you will find many ancient little foxes with noses heads or tails broken two great karashishi before which straw sandals waraji have been suspended as votive offerings by somebody with sore feet who has prayed to the karashishi sama that they will heal his affliction and a shrine of kojin occupied by the corpses of many children's dolls Note, there is one exception to the general custom of giving the dolls of dead children or the wrecks of dolls to kojin those images of the god of calligraphy and scholarship which are always presented as gifts to boys on the boys festival are given when broken to tenjin himself not to kojin at least such is the custom in matsue end of note the grated doors of the shrine of jigyobano inari like those of the shrine of yaegaki are white with a multitude of little papers tied to them which papers signify prayers but the prayers are special and curious to right and to left of the doors and also above them odd little votive pictures are pasted upon the walls mostly representing children in bathtubs or children getting their heads shaved there are also one or two representing children at play now the interpretation of these signs and wonders is as follows doubtless you know that japanese children as well as japanese adults must take a hot bath every day also that it is the custom to shave the heads of very small boys and girls but in spite of hereditary patience and strong ancestral tendency to follow ancient custom young children find both the razor and the hot bath difficult to endure with their delicate skins for the japanese hot bath is very hot not less than one hundred ten degrees fahrenheit as a general rule and even the adult foreigner must learn slowly to bear it and to appreciate its hygienic value also the japanese razor is a much less perfect instrument than ours and is used without any lather 
and is apt to hurt a little unless used by the most skilful hands and finally japanese parents are not tyrannical with their children they pet and coax very rarely compel or terrify so that it is quite a dilemma for them when the baby revolts against the bath or mutinies against the razor the parents of the child who refuses to be shaved or bathed have recourse in jigyoba no inari the god is besought to send one of his retainers to amuse the child and reconcile it to the new order of things and render it both docile and happy also if a child is naughty or falls sick this inari is appealed to if the prayer be granted some small present is made to the temple sometimes a votive picture such as those pasted by the door representing the successful result of the petition to judge by the number of such pictures and by the prosperity of the temple the kodomo no inari would seem to deserve his popularity even during the few minutes i passed in his court i saw three young mothers with infants at their backs come to the shrine and pray and make offerings i noticed that one of the children remarkably pretty has never been shaved at all this was evidently a very obstinate case while returning from my visit to the jigyoba inari my japanese servant who had guided me there told me this story the son of his next-door neighbor a boy of seven went out to play one morning and disappeared for two days the parents were not at first uneasy supposing that the child had gone to the house of a relative where he was accustomed to pass a day or two from time to time but on the evening of the second day it was learned that the child had not been at the house in question search was at once made but neither search nor inquiry availed late at night however a knock was heard at the door of the boy's dwelling and the mother hurrying out found her truant fast asleep on the ground she could not discover who had knocked the boy upon being awakened laughed and said that on the morning of his disappearance he had met a lad of about his own age with very pretty eyes who had coaxed him away to the woods where they had played together all day and night and the next day at very curious funny games but at last he got sleepy and his comrade took him home he was not hungry the comrade promised to come to-morrow but the mysterious comrade never came and no boy of the description given lived in the neighbourhood the inference was that the comrade was a fox who wanted to have a little fun the subject of the fun mourned long in vain for his merry companion section fourteen some thirty years ago there lived in matsue an ex-wrestler named tobikawa who was a relentless enemy of foxes and used to hunt and kill them he was popularly believed to enjoy immunity from bewitchment because of his immense strength but there were some old folks who predicted that he would not die a natural death this prediction was fulfilled tobikawa died in a very curious manner he was excessively fond of practical jokes one day he disguised himself as a tengu or sacred goblin with wings and claws and a long nose and ascended a lofty tree in a sacred grove near rakusan whither after a little while the innocent peasants thronged to worship him with offerings 
while diverting himself with this spectacle and trying to play his part by springing nimbly from one branch to another he missed his footing and broke his neck in the fall section fifteen but these strange beliefs are swiftly passing away year by year more shrines of inari crumble down never to be rebuilt year by year the statuaries make fewer images of foxes year by year fewer victims of fox possession are taken to the hospitals to be treated according to the best scientific methods by japanese physicians who speak german the cause is not to be found in the decadence of the old faiths a superstition outlives a religion much less is it to be sought for in the efforts of proselytizing missionaries from the west most of whom profess an earnest belief in devils it is purely educational the omnipotent enemy of superstition is the public school where the teaching of modern science is unclogged by sectarianism or prejudice where the children of the poorest may learn the wisdom of the occident where there is not a boy or a girl of fourteen ignorant of the great names of tyndall of darwin of huxley of herbert spencer the little hands that break the fox god's nose in mischievous play can also write essays upon the evolution of plants and about the geology of izumo there is no place for ghostly foxes in the beautiful nature world revealed by new studies to the new generation the omnipotent exerciser and reformer is the kodomo end of chapter fifteen part two end of glimpses of unfamiliar japan first series by lafcadio hearn thank you for listening